0: Hey guys, we are here for another month once again, and this month we're talking about a couple things. One, being Spirit-filled, teaching our students to be Spirit-filled. And secondly, we're talking a little bit about games. And so we're gonna do a bit of a special episode this month being December. And so we're here right now with Mark McMillan from Cold Lake and we're actually at Vivid Student Leadership Conference right now, Mark drove all the ways down with a bunch of student leaders from Cold Lake and so, so excited to have him here. And so Mark, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself, your story, and then we'll get to
1: it. Well, yeah, well, thanks for having me. I'm from, live in Cold Lake. I'm originally born and raised in Calgary, uh, but I've been involved in ministry in Cold Lake for, uh, since 2007, so 11 years now. And it's been a wonderful journey. I've worked on staff in, in uh, youth pastor roles I've worked in the oil field in the secular realm, always still involved in ministry to a high degree, and now I'm back at Coley Community Church in a transition role. We had a senior pastor change, uh, well, I guess a few years ago now, and uh, the church made a decision rather than just going the normal route of hiring a new pastor, they decided to raise up somebody from within. So our board and our senior pastor are, are raising me up to be our next senior pastor. So I'm kind of one year into a three-year process of uh, being raised up and, and uh, to take on Cold Lake and to uh, lead a local congregation. So I'm excited about that.
0: That's awesome. So, Mark, why don't you talk to me a little bit about what you have either seen effective or how you've incorporated teaching your students to live a spirit-filled life. Like what, what have you seen effective in the ministry with that?
1: Absolutely. Well, I think the first thing is providing opportunity platforms of opportunity for youth to serve in. And um, I know I've I came, come in at a kind of unique position where I have a youth group right now that is largely motivated, um, self-motivated. I'm not in there trying to convince them why they need to love Jesus or convince them um, to want to evangelize to their generation. They already have that um, going. And so I'm just there more as a coach. But when it comes to spirit-filled living, our key focus this year has been on learning to discern the voice of God in their life and mm-hmm. and know what the Holy Spirit is saying to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this cool experience last summer where a bunch of them were filled with the Spirit and uh, really were energized to want to go out and to evangelize. And so we went out onto the, the streets and went to Walmart and some of the stores and they just started talking to people and praying and sharing testimonies and asking to pray for people. And so I got to the point where they're like, I don't know if this is really working. And so we got to debrief and talk about this blitz mentality, just blitzing every single person that you see with the gospel and realizing that maybe that's not the best mm-hmm. process. And so we've gone through this process of refining and saying, okay, well, what does God say about this? And we've been going and, and seeking God first and focusing on mm-hmm. prayer, saying, God, who do you want us to focus on today? Who do you want us to, to speak to? And rather than just hitting everyone, yeah. you know, being led by God and feeling prompted to talk to certain peoples at, at different times. But um, when it comes to, to living by the Spirit, I know like in John eight twelve, 12, uh, it talks about how Jesus is, says, I'm the light of the world. And if you mm-hmm. follow me, you won't walk in darkness. Mm-hmm. And um, we're always encouraging our kids to remember who's in you, who the light of the world is, and yeah, and to not be afraid to go into situations where people think different than them, where people mm-hmm. are doing different things that they disapprove of. But to go in with love, go in not judging, but going in there and uh, pointing people to Jesus and and. They're eager and willing to do that, and they do it every day. So That's awesome.
0: I think in Pentecostal circles, like oftentimes we've chased maybe the gift of tongues or whatever the case might be, and, and and so many times we've made it about that is the end goal, when really it was about power to evangelize and to actually be able to see people come to Christ. And so how have you seen that play out in your youth ministry and, you know, amongst your teens, the kind of that whole idea of being filled with God's Spirit so that you can go out and actually witness and see people come to Christ.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think the Holy Spirit is first and foremost an empowerment in their lives. That you Mm -hmm. see there's a boldness Mm -hmm. that is new in their life continually where um, we're in the stage where they're willing to share their testimonies, they're willing to stand up and share what they believe Mm -hmm. and, um, and with no apologies, that's what they believe in. And uh, they have a new boldness about them that they want to share and engage with the world around them yeah. more than they ever have before. Um, but there's also this element of seeking after God and seeking His, His voice and, and seeking words of knowledge and seeking mm. you know, what is God saying for the situation, yeah. um, where it wasn't so much of that a couple years ago. And so there's definitely been a shift of, of wanting to hear what is God saying and responding to that. Mm. Um, in a more direct way, and learning to discern god 's voice and not other, other voices or their own voice and uh, and uh, stepping out in faith. so uh, I think the more they step out in faith and the more they 're led by the Holy Spirit prompting them, the more they 're able to determine what is God and what and what wasn 't. So.
0: What would you say is the number one thing or maybe even a couple of things, whatever comes to mind in in helping people to actually discern? The voice of God, like to be able to follow His prompting, the Spirit's leading in their lives. What have you been able to teach them in that way? Like how to actually hear Him and follow Him in that
1: way? Yeah. Well, the first thing is the Word of God. Okay. We know, for example, in Psalms 119, it says, You know, the Word is the light to my path. Um, or is the light to my feet and the light to my path? Mm-hmm. As as the light. And so it doesn't align with the Word of God. Is it contrary to the Word of God? Is, and number two, what's the motivation? What's your motivation for wanting to step out? Is it to make yourself look great? Mm-hmm. Is, or is it to sincerely love somebody else? Is it an act of love towards someone else, whether mm-hmm. it's sharing the gospel or sharing a word of knowledge, just wanting to pray for someone? And uh, I think those are the two main things that we focus on. What does the Word of God say about it? And uh, if there's nothing contrary there, then what's your motivation? for stepping out in that faith. Is it for them or is it for you? And, and, uh, and always getting back to those two things.
0: So Mark, being from Cold Lake, how cold is the lake? Is it actually cold?
1: It is cold. Heart-stopping, takes your breath away. Uh, most, time, most times, even in the middle of the summer, it's hard to get in that water you're inching in. It's either jumping off the dock and fully submerging yourself, or you're probably not getting in.
0: So it lives up to his name. It's it does,
1: it is a cold lake. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I call it cool pool. Makes yeah. it you know seem a little less extreme, but it is a cold lake.
0: Well, thanks for joining us, Mark. Really appreciate yeah. you being a part of this. Um, Thank you. Why don't you tell people where they can connect with you online, whether it be email or social media?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, our youth Instagram is clcc.youth and uh, our website is clcconline.ca and uh, you can find us at Cold Community Church in Cold Lake. Awesome, Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Well thanks for joining us Mark, really appreciate it. Hope you guys have enjoyed this and now we're going to move into some fun games and talk about that, so enjoy. Hey guys, so we just chatted about Spirit-Filled Youth Ministry and now we want to partner that with having the most fun and we believe, man, when we have fun and games in Youth Ministry, it actually like, relieves people and sets them up to have an incredible encounter with God because they just get, like, they have so much fun and feel at home and feel just this ability to be able to connect with one another and laugh and be themselves. And so that's what we're here. We're here with Afopay. And work. so we're so excited to be able to pick his brain a little bit on games and to hear a couple minutes from him. Um, we're actually at Vivid Calgary right now and Afopay just did a session on games and how to lead awesome games, pumpkin games, but not pumpkin games. Not pumpkin games. Not pumpkin
2: games. (laughs) (laughs) Afope, why don't you tell me a little bit
0: about yourself where you're serving?
2: So I currently serve at Benetting Pentecostal and I work with um, Hunter um, as the junior high kind of pastor. I help lead the junior high program. I work um, with games and I help um, preach and do all this stuff. And also I'm a small group leader, so I lead the grade nine boys. So it's just been a fun experience just getting to be a small group leader and also work as like pastor in this role. So.
0: So Afope, why is leading games like like why is that important in youth ministry do you think?
2: I think um, games are such a big part of youth ministry because it's a place where people build relationships. Like I can like play a game with someone and get to know about them and have this fun amazing experience with them and after come out being a better friend maybe to a another leader, another student. I think it's a place where people can be more positive and happier about being in youth group. It says if you're having, you know, anxiety or pressure about coming into youth and you see someone like, you know, get an egg on their face and they're all laughing about it and everyone's having fun, then you have this sense of like happiness and like, you know, belonging and it's like you're like you're happy to be there. So it leaves you happier. It creates this kind of relationship and it also brings great memories for the whole small group and the whole youth group. Cool. So, That's yeah. That's awesome.
0: And so, you just led an incredible session here in Calgary, Viva Calgary about games. Mm-hmm. And so, what are some, like hit us up with a few of like your your top things, like when leading games to keep in mind.
2: Come on, I think the three P's um, three to Ps. leading pumping games. And pumpkin isn't one of them. Pumpkin isn't one it's of them. It's okay. not one of them. So the <laughs> first thing I think is important to leading games is planning and prepping and also and that just looks like having the proper materials, um, knowing where you get your games from, getting it from diverse sources, not just that one YouTube video with a guy who plays with tins but like having, you know, Pinterest and all these other sources where you plan the game ahead of time so when you come in and you have the materials then your students or the youth group will know you care about the game because you're not just looking for stuff, you already planned ahead of time and if if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail, right? Mm -hmm. and I kind of apply that into games so I always make sure that the games are well planned and so people know that this dude really cares and thinks about these, these games. I think that leads into the second one which is practicing the game out. It's one thing I struggled with in my first year because I had the planning down and I had the different websites yeah. but sometimes I'd have a game idea but I didn't really practice what that game would look like okay. and like, I'd be in a situation where I had an amazing game and turns out the game involves a blindfold and a junior high kid could see through the blindfold the whole time. <laughs> I was like oh my gosh, I, practiced, I didn't practice this game. So it's this idea of like Practicing and knowing what that game will look like. Can yeah. people see this game? If I played this game, will I get sued for this game? Um, um, <laughs> that's like, an important one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one is that do I need a tarp um, yeah. for this game? And this is like literally like one drop of something. It can literally be like a drop of like a red liquid. You look at the whole stage and there's blood everywhere or something like that. Or if it's like anointing oil, it's like freaking multiplied throughout the whole place. Because, um, yeah, there's just like a lot of things that you need to tarp and like practice and like see it um, you know see the way it looks if you practice it mm-hmm. and that would just really help you moving on forward cuz you're like oh i thought about this and i practiced this and yeah. you know i'm good and then the last p i would say is performing the game and that looks like the co-leader of the game are they excited about the game yeah. are they do they care about the game do you care about the game are you excited because if you if you're not convinced that this game right now we're playing is the best game ever yeah. that we're playing right now, how do you expect to convince a room full of junior highs or senior highs that this is the best game ever? Yeah. When you have that excitement, people will feed off that energy mm-hmm. and people will come out of that and want to be a part of the game. And this is also a humility, humility thing too because you will fail at some points and you will um, have a not so good game, but it's coming out of that accepting feedback from your youth pastor yeah. or other small group leaders or other students like some students will come up to me and be like that game sucked and I'm like hmm what sucked about it and they're like did this did this and I'm like I could use that for the next game thank you so much and it's been having that humility to work from that like performance and mm-hmm. like you know uh, make your game better too so those are mostly the three P's I can think of other than pumpkins but um, <laughs> yeah. That's those three awesome. Ps, yeah i appreciate that
0: i hope has done an incredible job leading games not only here at vivid but he's he's done some at uh at summer camp with us and mm-hmm. i always find him just fascinating when he's behind a mic and he really believes that whatever he's playing in this moment right now is literally the best thing in the entire world you mm-hmm. can see that with him on stage so um, hope this has been encouraging and kind of helpful to you in leading games or giving this to someone else in your group that leads games to help them I think through a little better. So thanks, Bay for joining us. I'm wondering, is there a fad that's right now out there, like a, a fad that everyone's into that in five years we'll all look back and cringe when we look on it?
2: Maybe <sighs> 10 years. I, for me, I would say ripped jeans. Ripped jeans? Come on. Cause even like sagging was so cool when I was in junior high. That was just gross. So I, it's always something with pants, I think. Something, oh, something em- with pants. I think so. I think think so something
0: with pants will always go out of style. Skinny
2: jeans used to be cool. Is there like, a- really skinny jeans? Do you remember yeah, those really? Yeah. Now it's just really awkward That's and, and weird if to watching one of skinny jeans. So you're just like, okay.
0: Is there a pair of pants that will never go out of style
2: to you? Wow. Wow. Um, like the MC Hammer type pants. <laughs> okay. Those ones, I feel like they have a little bit of like swag at any kind of era i oh, think okay. so like kind of joggers in a way yeah so yeah i think there so you go
0: you want your style advice those mc hammer <laughs> pants it's always <laughs>
2: going to serve you well oh okay? man
0: so keep that in mind thanks to faux for joining us appreciate it man and so uh, we'll chat with you guys later join us for elements in january we hope to see you there mm-hmm. love you guys take care